Hour two, Mutton Lou, 93.7 W.E. I'm going to be on the NFL stuff all day, these stories, because there's a lot of movement. we got four hours until the franchise tag deadline. Only three guys have been tagged. you got a top cornerback off the market. A lot of this relates to the Patriots. And, oh, by the way, the weekend rumors. And we'll talk later on in the show with Peter King. He will join us at 1 o'clock uh, on all things Patriots. As for the Boston Bruins, just mentioned, uh, they finally had their first win here. And it was a it was an important win for them because they had played these two games out of the break in kind of lackluster fashion. You know, you play that game Buffalo, which you know, I reacted to and didn't like the way the defense played. Didn't like the way Chara looked on that game winner against Buffalo. They came back against the Capitals, and it was a similar scenario, right? When you go through those goals, you had two different breakaways. One caused by Tory Krug basically falling down. He says, I'm, I'm falling. I can't get up moment there at the blue line. The other was a turnover where nobody got back and two different breakaway goals. And an early breakaway goal last night. And all of a sudden, it was three breakaway goals in three periods against for the Boston Bruins. But they they found it. You know, Claude Julian talked about it after the game. For whatever reason, it took them, you know, 10, 15 minutes to get warmed up. And they got that equalizer 1-1 end of the first period last night. And the scoreboard, it was unfair to the Rangers. It should have been 3-4-1 at that point. Because Tuka Rass stood in his head there in the first. But the Bruins got out of the first 20 minutes 1-1. They got goals from a bunch of different places. Uh, throughout the course of the game, including a shorthanded goal by Gregory Campbell. And they go on and win, but I I still feel like defensively, mm-hmm. they have like six healthy defensemen right now. One of them is tired as hell in Ch- Sedano Chara. And I'm more convinced than ever that between now and Wednesday, Peter Shirelli's got to get something done. Got to get something on yeah, the blue line. Yeah, before I get into the Bruins, real quick, those numbers on Brent Grimes. Ooh. Uh, Miami Dolphins, four years, $32 million, 16 guaranteed. So would you sign years, a keep to leave to that right million, now? 16 guaranteed. Um, yes. Me too. So, you know, $8 million cap hit, 16's guaranteed. You see how you figure that thing around. But, um, yeah, that'd be in the ballpark. You know, they paid him five and a half last year. It's a good bump. But we'll see how that affects a keep to leave. Yeah, I mean, you're going to say that after every game, and we have, right? More than ever. You've said more than ever. You know, it's you watch that team play, and you're like, yeah, defensively, since they've come out of the break, and you know, maybe you want to give it a couple more games, but still, defensively, how many breakaways have you seen? Three. Been three breakaways given up in the last three periods by this Bruins team. Right, but even you know, last three periods, I'm talking about in all the other games, you've given up 12 goals now in three games. And, and it's just it's just got to tighten up the defense. Yeah, I do, I do think that you need to go out there and get something. The question is, you know, what, what do you do? We talked about this before. I mean, do you go out and you get a guy and try to like just upgrade and say, well, you know, he's a better – as far as that third pairing or maybe that second pairing or he makes us a little bit deeper, maybe, right, in our system, or do you go crazy, you know, and you, you really give up some players? Do you really give up a prospect and kind of go big? You know, so I think if you're the Boston Bruins right now, I mean, you heard the rumors about Phillips up in Ottawa. You know, I think Joe McDonald had uh, over the weekend that there continued interest in this guy. I think Joe Haggerty said, yeah, they're interested, but they haven't really talked about it. Now, Otto, they're talking about, you know, he, he wants a two-year extension. They want to give him a one-year extension. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Is he a guy that comes in and, and makes you better? You know, depth-wise, everything you hear about him, it was the other guy, uh, Talinder and uh, McDonald. Yeah, they're upgrades. Mazeros, Philadelphia. Are you, but are you sure that they are going to give you what you want? Where do you go with the guys you have right now? Well, doesn't the Adam McQuaid story today and over the weekend scare you a little bit about not just their talent but their depth? I mean, last year they went into the playoffs with eight healthy defensemen. Right now they have six. I mean, that's that that's their that's their group. They have six guys 
to go to. Shirelli's talked about wanting to go into the playoffs with eight. That's his number because there are guys who get hurt. And even last year, Wade Redden went down, timers the game here and there. I think you might. it's at a point where if you want to make that blockbuster move you're talking about, and the other one would be the, the guy Edler from Vancouver. And uh, Eklund, uh, who covers the NHL and, and who is a, one of these rumors guys, and probably a notch below McKenzie when it comes to these trades. So the Bruins are one of the teams calling uh, the Vancouver Canucks about Alexander Edler, defenseman with some contract years left after this year. If you make one of those big moves, I almost get the feeling now where if Adam McQuaid doesn't come back, you might be talking about two moves here defensively because Fluto Shinzawa's writing over the weekend. He's as good as anybody covering the Bruins. He's writing about how they, you know, they're going to have long-term injury money with Seidenberg and they might have a similar, you know, some dollars and they might have to put Adam McQuaid on long-term injury that his return this year is not guaranteed. Then you pick up both papers today and it's the same story that Adam McQuaid's had a setback and they're trying to figure out how they're going to move forward, right? Either shut him down or, you'll go a different route from a rehab standpoint. Like, they can't get this guy healthy. And so you look at the, the group they have, and, and you say, what do they need to do? If there's questions about McQuaid, you might have a couple moves to make here if you're the Bruins. And I hope Fluto's right. Fluto, not in the notes column yesterday, but in his column on the Bruins' defense and how sloppy they've been. This was got uh, the first two games back before last night and their, their bad first period. It's in his third-to-last paragraph in his column on Sunday's Globe where it says, sort of matter-of-factly, the Bruins are going to make an acquisition when the Bruins acquired offensive help at the trading deadline. So he's writing it like he knows it's going to happen. And he has been, he's as good as anybody in this town at getting sort of Bruins information. So I take him at his word when he writes that. But you bring up a good question. Like if McQuaid is out and you don't have a real confident level there, aren't there a couple moves you have to make rather than going to the playoffs with all this youth? As you're to round out your eight defenseman, if McQuay doesn't come back, that's the way I well, look worry at about it. McQuay too, because they're talking about shutting him down for a little yeah. bit. I mean, it's been it's been a while now, and you know, he missed 36 games. I think it's like you, you you shut down rehab. Is it where where are you at? I mean, you back at ground zero again, or are you shutting it down because you just say screw it? You know, it's not going to work. And he, we're trying to avoid surgery as much as possible. But right now, that seems like the only option. So you you concerned with that? Like you said, that's depth. You know, McQuay, that that's your depth guy. You know, coming back here. So you're right. I mean, I think you definitely, I think they're definitely going to do something as far as getting a player depth wise, right? They're going to add a body. It's just a question of is it going to be that type of player? Is it going to be a sixth, seventh, eighth defenseman? Or is it going to be a guy that can play in the top four, top five? And I don't think that there's really anybody out there unless you go crazy. You know, like I know they're talking about the kid Airhoff out in Buffalo. He's got seven years left in his deal. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to go, do you want to go there? Um, get out in Vancouver. I just don't, things, the pool's just not there for that definite upgrade. That's the problem. You know, that's the problem that you have. And, I mean, if you're taking Boychuk and you're putting him with Chara as that pairing, you know, you're going to go with, where, where are you going next? Barkowski and Hamilton? It's kind of a scary pairing in the, in the playoffs. I, in a playoff series against the team you keep talking about, the Toronto Maple Leafs? I mean, that it, it, Pittsburgh? I mean, that's what you're looking at. Any of those high-powered teams, even Montreal, you put in that group. You know, I... I the thing with Char in the last couple of games is, you know, in that first goal last night, he was just got beat. And he just looks tired as the game goes on. And I think I expected that coming out of the Olympics. I want that guy to get a rest here. I want you know, Char to get a break. I want Char to get a sit down and break. And I, I, he needs to get some time off. And they have four games this week starting tomorrow, Tuesday through Sunday. I play four games in six days, right? So four games in five days, something crazy like that. 
He needs to sit down without a veteran presence. You, you know, can't just, do that. And the other guy I'm worried about, and he's on our show recently, but Matt Barkowski. You know, we'll go back and look at the, is it the, uh, the breaking goal last night where he's like, he's just standing there like a statue. And they go right around him. And I get, maybe I'm getting last night in the Capitals game confused, but there was a really bad one uh, for Matt Barkowski where he just he kind of stood still. And he's gone a long, long drink of water without goals. You expect him to be some sort of offensive presence. So I, you say, what do you need? At this point, best case scenario, you have a guy that can play in your top two lines, and if McQuaid is not going to play the rest of this year and he has concerns, you may need that second body. You may need two moves here between now and Wednesday if you want to go into the, the playoffs with eight healthy defensemen. Uh, Lennon Byers is, I don't think, nodding his head at me. He's kind of he bouncing around his chair. Get in here, LB. Uh, LB, <laughs> is a, he's a constant part of our uh, Bruins coverage. Yeah. Uh, you hear him down the hall on WAF. He's always brought to you by our friends at Brennan Smoke Shop and by LB's hair doctor, uh, Dr. Robert Leonard. And by, by, and by, the, by the way, I found out this morning, uh, the most yeah. expensive gift in, in the Oscar gift bags for this, the Uber stars. Yeah. Artist robot appointment, $16,000. Doc Robert Leonard rocks the artist robot. No the way. latest, greatest technology in hair restoration. A gift in the Oscars gift bag. So don't tell me my hair doesn't look good because <laughs> Brad Pitt got the artist robot deal. So there. He's got it working, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm just all, all I'm saying is, you know, I'm, I'm things are good. And you and your uh, happy birthday too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Big five O. Big five O the other night. Yeah. Cam called in Friday. Said he, you know, I was pumped uh, of the five crazy Canadians. He had the under over that I'd still be alive at fifty. Yeah. So I was. I want to thank my buddy, the president of the Boston so he Bruins. He lost the bet. He had the under. Yeah, he, no, no. He said I live. <laughs> All the other guys said I'd be dead by fifty. <laughs> nice buddies, but hey. uh, yeah. But my much sir, you, you talk like the Boston Bruins are fighting for for that eighth and final playoff spot. Let's not forget they're second over in the second overall in in the uh, in the East. Yeah, three sixth points in the back NH- Pittsburgh. Sixth yeah. in the NHL. I, I you know and I know that Peter Shirelli's uh, going to make a move. Uh, you know, on before on Wednesday mm-hmm. the trade deadline. They have to. They need depth. Uh, I, but we're, we're all sitting here talking about the same things that we were talking about last year when they made a run to the Stanley Cup Finals. And that, no, no, like, no. Who it's is Tori Krug? Who year. is Matt Barkowski? Well, you, LB, you, that's but, not but, fair. But, but, and you're going to join us every Monday. We're, we're going to argue every Monday. But that's not – when yeah. you say it's the same stuff we were talking about last year, that's not true. Last year we talked about a power play that needed help and offensively they needed some firepower. So they thought they were no, going to no, get – No, we were talking about survival, Mutt. We were talking about are the Boston Bruins going to survive the first round of the playoffs because they don't have any – they lost three veteran defensemen. And 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 I, I you you got to put weight on why not why not it, how how young is Dougie Hamilton going to be young till okay the the kid was a first round draft pick we all know how good he is you saw how good he can be he was actually uh, fairly physical last night in a in a game where I thought that you know it was a, another roller coaster of emotions uh, uh, head wise I you know thank God for Tuca you know you're getting yeah, outshot ten one first period that awesome. was nuts awesome. but but um but but again. I, I, the Bruins sit in a I, I, what I believe to be a, 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 a positive position in, in a tough situation with Adam McQuaid having a setback, mm-hmm. which might be bone spurs, whatever. The, you know, the, it's a hip joint. It could, you know, that, that's crazy. You know, because uh, you, know, you, you, you know, you know about it, Lou. You, you injure that bursa sac, right. or the bursa sac ruptures, and then the joint becomes uh, kind of infected and it doesn't heal the way it's supposed to heal, and bone spurs and all kinds well, of. When crazy you hear they stuff, shut down but, his rehab, don't you sort of think, okay, rehab's not working because surgery's always last res- last result, right? right. I mean, you don't want right. to. Right. You well, want to just do it to do it. So when you right. shut down rehab, you start thinking, 
okay, rehab's not going to heal it. Maybe we do need to do a procedure. Well, I, I, you know, for me, for me, Adam McQuaid's he's 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 just out. I check out on Adam. He's got to, you know, it's about him getting healthy. If you're Peter Shirelli, you've got to the fifth. Uh, you you need someone for Adam McQuaid now. So you know, I agree with you, Mutt. It's not about one deal. There's a couple deals. Coming in that, that, that are going to come down the, the pipe here. The great news is is the Boston Bruins organization is stacked with talent, and they can afford to make a deal. Like Ryan Spooner, I'd move Spooner tomorrow for you know. There's a kid that's got a ton of upside, played very well uh, while he was up. His agent's got to be chomping at the bit to get him a you know. Sure. It's a win-win situation. Uh, he had his opportunity. The you know he came to a Boston Bruins organization that is uh, stacked with uh, a bunch of guys that have won a cup and gone to a cup. Uh, in in the last uh, you know during his his tenure as uh, as a young Boston Bruin, so it it, it looks like a win win situation. You're going to get somebody good for him mm-hmm. that I think that is going to be a a five or better uh, number five or better defenseman, and and then after that you got to go get someone I think is legit. I like the guy from Vancouver. He, he, he he's a solid kid, physical kid. Play, yeah, yeah, p- p- plays. Plays the kind of hockey that the Bruins uh, uh, play, and that's take care of your own end first. See, that, that's what I want to see. Or they, that they think, used to play, take care of their own end first. I think that they <laughs> just joking, fellas. I'm still on the bandwagon. They can afford to do what you're saying, you know, because I, you know, I don't. Oh, people always say, oh, you want to give up on the future. The future is this team. This team doesn't have like a one year window. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like they have to go right now. There's still a lot of youth, and I know Chara's age is a big factor in it. But you're looking at it now, okay? They're they're second in the league, two point two three goals per game, trailing yeah. only the Kings, right? But here's the thing. Before Seidenberg went down, they, they, they were giving up 1.95 goals a game. Now they're 2.72 in the last 22 games. Oh, sure. So no 2.72 puts them like 15th in the NHL. You know, so I hate taking an identity away. It's like the Patriots when you don't have an offense. It's like, man, that's what they are, right? <laughs> so when you're the Bruins, you go through the playoffs and you always play these powerhouse offensive teams. And you choke them out. You know, with your defense, with yeah. the layers of defense. We hear Brickley talk yes. about all the time. Yes. So you take if you take that personality away and try to become more offensive minded, because I do offensive, but I do think they are better. I'm not so sure that that's their formula of winning. But but, but it has to be. You saw the formula for winning over or, or across the pond. Listen, the formula for winning for the Boston Bruins, and and there was a complete lack of it against Wash and Buffalo, and that is the forwards got to come back. Listen. Tory Krug and Matt Barkowski cannot be effective defensively. They're they're talented enough, they're they're finesse enough to use hockey skills to defend big guys in their own zone. But they need they they can defend defend the big guy for that first hit, that first rub out on the boards. If they don't get the puck, that's when you you got to have Luch, you got to have uh, Kelly, you got to have Soderberg, you got to have Marshawn back. And 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 taking away that second opportunity for to beat the smaller defenseman, and and that's it. So and 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 you know the the Boston Bruins, the reason they've been so successful is because David Krejci plays defense. Patrice Bergeron comes back and plays defense, but they also score goals and they also are a high flying scoring team. But they never score unless they play defense first. And I thought they got incredibly lucky uh, in, in New York. I, I I don't I don't know. Well, they can thank you know, Tuca. Between whatever, well, whatever. thank Tuca, but uh, Henry, you're not going to get Henry, uh, Henrik the King playing that bad. Never given up three. <laughs> Please, three I don't even know the last the time. Give up yeah. six. And and the Bruins have owned the the Rangers. What this year? This is the first time they've swept them in what I just like, crazy. We'll go back to the playoffs years. last year too. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why. But going back to what you said, and I agree with you about defensively. There's a couple of moves they have to make, and and I they, I think they will. I feel like they're going to. What's different about last year was, as Lou's saying, you sort of at least you felt like you had that thing to hold your hat on. Defensively this year, I'm, they're not going to replace Seidenberg. I'm not of the illusion they're going to no, find a done. player to replace it's, Dennis yeah, Seidenberg. Right. 
but they the veteran presence is just non-existent right now. And if you're saying McQuaid is out and we just pay him no mind, then you have a team that has a real good chance to win a cup. I agree. There's a positive place for the team. The Eastern Conference has some good teams. I don't think they have a world beater there. I don't think there's a team where you go, you can't beat that team. Like last year, I was proven wrong. I thought Pittsburgh was a team you just can't beat. Forget it. It'll be a good series. But, but they're back again. Good. Pitt's back again. The Bruins are back again. But I, I'm more I, confident based on what happened last year. I, I, there, you know what? There's no. There's going to be no. Po- there's going to be no posers. The Boston Bruins. They. They. Their asses are on the line till the end of the season. You, you look at their schedule. I think. I think they got. They. they they've got the, a couple of throwaway games with Florida. Okay, second last overall in the East. They've got another tilt against Buffalo, uh, last overall in the East. After that, I mean, they play four and seven coming up. You got two gifts in the Florida games, but. Legitimately, Mutt, they have their work cut out for them. They are playing uh, Eastern Conference teams. I think they have uh, they play Phoenix a couple times and they play Colorado once. Outside of that, it's all metropolitan. It's yep. all teams that are that are eighth, you know, tenth, ninth, eighth, seventh, sixth. You know, Philly came back and, and toasted Washington last night. Uh, I mean, everybody, they you can't take a night off. And and there's there's going to be no hiding for the Boston Bruins. And I think Peter Shirelli, Don Sweeney, Cam Neely, Claude Julian, and company, they all realize that. They, in, in order to play with the big dogs and, and be with the haves and the have nots, uh, and, and, and play with a ton of confidence going to the, the playoffs on a roll, you're going to need a couple of, you're going to need some help. Uh, you you're going to need some help. I'll let you think Where, about and, this. And, and I'll leave it up to Peter Shirelli to decide what kind of help he needs because uh, he's a genius. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot when we come back because we know you're on the bandwagon. We know you think this team can make a run. We know you're not. We know you're not. Wait, well, see, he said it. He, said, he just said it. Uh, and, and I agree they can make a run if they make some moves. If they go for a top four defenseman, somebody in that top four is going to get pushed down. I'm let you you tell me when we come back which one of those young defenders right now is the most likely to get pushed down because I got the guy in my mind and we're I'm curious what you guys think as well as LB joins us he's going to join us every single Monday six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven the phone number AT and T text line three seven ninety three seven I'm sure many of you already have but if you not yet uh, tweeted LB a happy birthday wish uh. LBWAF. It's LBWAF, yeah. and he takes birthday gifts as maybe there's some pictures of women you want to tweet at LB. Right? You'll, yeah. You, you would know, look the, at those, listen, right? Here's my, here's my motto. You I would mean, look at those. See, everybody's talking about golden age, yeah. 50, half century. I, you know what? I've made it to 50. I'm taking it to a whole new level. I'm going like super highway stuff right now. Right from now to 75, I'm going to be more <laughs> immature, and I'm going to do more than I've ever, ever done in my life. My, I, I've got a whole new program. Uh, of accomplishment. So yeah, so help LB so become con- more immature so at LBWAF. No, 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 no. So there. congratulate him on making it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody thought I'd be dead. Uh, let's come it's back. Ready to roll. We'll get your thoughts on that. LB in the house, Sports Radio, W E E I.